Hi, my name is John. And my name's Chris. And, and this, this is Stay on, on Target. Hey, everybody, welcome to Stay on Target. We are your hosts. You can find us online at stayontargetpodcast.com. That's right, John. This week we are talking about the Xbox and P- PlayStation uh, supply chain issues. Yeah, and how that relates to the last generation. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, we're going to talk about that, like PlayStation 4s, Xbox Ones. Uh, those are all in the mix. We'll talk about all that. The Some news that came out this weekend last, you know, it just, just tells an interesting story. It's not really, like, necessarily uh, mind-blowing or going to freak you out, but it's uh, <laughs> just interesting to uh, to talk about. So we're going to talk about it. Uh, we also have some news, but first, uh, what have you been up to this week, John? Man, so this week I haven't done a ton um, I finished Hawkeye. It is fan- like they they did they did land the plane. Like it was uh, it was up in the air. It was like oh man, this has been a fantastic series. We set up a lot of cool stuff. Can the finale land the plane? They did in fact land the plane. There were only like minor minor criticisms uh, that I had with the final uh, episode. And uh, but overall, dude, that that series is fantastic. It's uh, nice. It, it to me, it doesn't it's not quite like it's basically like right under Loki as far as like the the television Marvel stuff where it's like Loki is like the, you know, amazing. And then it's Hawkeye, you know, it's like nice. So anyway, that that series is great. Uh, everybody should should watch it. It it Chris it, the fi- finale was definitely Christmassy. Uh, like I'm happy that it like <laughs> is Christmassy. Yeah. Like it plays even Christmas music or whatever in there at one point, uh, like a Avengersy version of like a Christmas Carol song or something. Like that. I can't remember which song it actually was, um, but like, eh, I mean, it's it's fine to watch it outside of the holidays. So. Well, I was gonna say, does that make Hawkeye a Christmas series? Man, yes, <laughs> I say yes, <laughs> yes, I yes. Which I'm is, not even see it, and I agree. Which is kind of like you know, it's kind of one of those things that like the 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 whole conceit of it, like being around mm-hmm. Christmas, he's trying to make it home for the holidays. It's like yeah, that, dude, that sounds like a Christmas series. Yeah, it's like it's like is this this if you remove all the Marvel stuff, like this is it's like Christmas. Christmassy, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's amazing. Um, uh, I was thinking about that. So like, uh, um, you know, all the like, you know, Die Hard isn't a Christmas movie, all that kind of stuff. I was thinking about I, we watched. I watched. Um, this is a couple of weeks ago. Uh, Four Christmases was on sale with Vince Vaughn and Reese hmm. Witherspoon, and uh, I uh, and I was watching it. I'm like, you know what? I mean, it's, it's the same argument that like people consider this a Christmas movie. Yeah. But you take you take the like the, they're going home, like going to visit all their family for Christmas, and it's like you take Christmas out of it, and like it's the same argument where <laughs> yeah. it's like. It's it's just a it's just a romantic comedy, you yeah. know, where they just like, I mean, there's nothing inherently other than like there's this whole scene where you know like Vince Vaughn is in this Christmas pageant and uh, plays uh, Joseph and like it's <laughs> hilarious. But yeah. then like again, it's like it's the same argument against or for Die Hard. I'm like these are mm-hmm. all the same thing, man. Yeah, I mean, like, and in this one, I feel like it does a little bit more of the holiday season than uh, nice. th- than Die then, Hard. Then, yeah, yeah. Like so it is. So it yeah, is. So then. it's like utilized in some of the like in some of the set pieces and action. So like there's like oh, some. Do they Christmas, fight with a Christmas tree? There, uh, I'm not gonna give anything away. Oh my gosh! But John. it is very Christmas. So everyone should watch it. It's really good. Uh, and again, like all the the do actors. They, um, does are a villain fantastic. hide uh, hand grenades inside ornaments? <laughs> no, no, that, that's that. Uh, no, not that one. 
Wouldn't that be wild? It's like, okay, there's a Christmas tree farm, all right? And someone has, and they're all decorated. Every tree is decorated. And someone has randomly put a bomb in one of the uh, Christmas ornaments, and you have to figure out which one. Nobody, nobody steal this screenplay. Um, it sounds like a monk episode or something. I've, yeah, it does. It sounds like a monk episode, or it's featuring uh, Nicolas Cage, you know? <laughs> Oh my gosh! Yeah, he, he I can, can see play that. both the, he, only the villain he can and it the out. hero. <laughs> so somebody, uh, I was, I was, uh, I was talking to somebody today, and they they referenced that like Nicolas Cage has been in a bunch of indie movies lately, and they are loving it. And I'm like, I didn't even know that that was happening. I need to investigate that, and I still haven't investigated it. But it, it's it's still rolling around in my head. I'm like, I need to figure out what that means. So what like, does that he's, mean? He's uh, he, I, I love. I know so he's like he's like constantly strapped for cash. So let's just, you know, I understand, you know, like. Well, but also, <laughs> he, always that he leans into the the public perception of his persona. Yeah, yeah. Which is which is like nice. Which is I, campy I, cheese. Yeah, I love it because like, wh- what's the movie? There's a movie coming out later this year where oh my god, I, I got to figure out what with the him? title is. I don't know. Yeah, with That's him the thing. It. I'm like, where have all these movies movie, been? I've never. I haven't even noticed him being in anything. But apparently he has. Okay, so here we go. Yeah, here we go. <laughs> uh, it's called... Uh, no. Yeah. The oh. Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent is what the, <laughs> what the, what the movie is called. Nice. And the synopsis for it is unfulfilled and facing financial ruin. Actor Nicolas Cage accepts oh. $1 million offer to attend a wealthy fan's birthday party. Things take a wildly unexpected turn when a CIA operative recruits Cage for an unusual mission. <laughs> Taking on the role of a lifetime, he soon finds himself channeling his most iconic and beloved characters to save himself and his loved ones. What? Oh my gosh. <laughs> this movie's coming out in April. <laughs> and it's, it's like the most Nicolas Cage thing ever. I it's love it. It's like the it. most meta view <laughs> of Nicolas Cage ever. Yeah. Uh, except for the fact it's like okay, it's like it's like it's like if uh remember that theory that um Connor Wagner and I had that uh or really Connor Connor had made a case for where uh Tom Cruise uh, he's just uh in his, his his movie characters is like how he views himself in real life. And it's like it's like this weird. It sounds like the the like more obvious and you know open version of that. Oh yeah, dude! Like he totally like just is leaning into it at this point. Because like think about I don't know who wrote this movie, but like think about writing a movie specifically <laughs> for Nick Cage, you know, to yeah, play yeah. himself as oh, an actor. <laughs> this is the thing. I don't feel like it's what, what characters is he playing? That I mean. Ah, okay. I got to watch this movie. This is the thing. I'm going to have to watch this movie now. I know. April 22nd, Chris. <laughs> All right. Um, but Chris, that's uh, that's some of what I've been up to. I also, we both received in the mail the uh, Sonic the Hedgehog in, in, in wait, was in Encyclopedia. I knew there was some sort yeah, of like yeah. a, a, a word shoved inside of Encyclopedia, but I didn't know which part of the word it was in. So Encyclopedia. And uh, it goes through uh, semi chronological, but kind of like organized in different ways. Like they have the the arcade games are together, um, where they maybe could have gone chronological, uh, like because the, the the arcade era spans a few different mm. games. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, but they go through every single Sonic game 
and detail like the levels, the enemies, the story, some things about the development, some fun facts here and there. Um, and uh, and I, I've been like sort of like reading through it, like, you know, I was sitting here, like, you know, taking a break or whatever, read through one entry or whatever at a time. And, uh, it is fascinating, dude. I, uh, I absolutely love it. And it's a great package too. Um, it's in a, it's in a box, hardbound book with a couple of art, um, things inside as well. So yeah, dude, it's, uh, the Sci Sonic the Hedgehog Encyclopedia is, uh, is fantastic. And I'm very much enjoying reading through it. That's uh, something else I've been doing this week. Yeah, that's awesome. I uh, I haven't had a chance to flip through it yet, but I'm uh, super pumped about it. What's crazy to me isn't wasn't the Sonic 25th anniversary last year or the year before? Yeah, so this this is the 30th, I believe. Uh, oh, 30th. Was, that's what I meant. 2021. Yeah. yeah. So like, it's funny. Like you know, this came out just now. The uh, Sonic um, Lego set came out last week. It's yeah. like okay, like all this Sonic stuff. I maybe they just for the 30th. They were just say, "Oh crap, we got to do all this stuff," and then got it out. I don't know. I don't know I don't why know. it's coming out I, I this also late. Think this this has been delayed a couple times. It was originally supposed to be like at my house. I feel like in November or something like that. That's true. Yeah, it was supposed to be last year. You're so right. Potentially, it was on some sort of a you know on a on a boat that was like on its way over here or something. Whatever you know, stuck in a dock somewhere. So supply yeah. chain kind of stuff. Um, which yeah, supply you know, chain. There you go. My favorite thing so far, Chris. Um. Are some of the some of the arcade machines like reading about some of the ones that either like just didn't make it over here into the mm. U.S. and were like Japan only, or were like just barely here? Like maybe you know you figure like oh there's only like three of them, four of them in the U.S. or something like that. Um, like there's uh, there's one where you're driving around as uh, Sonic the Hedgehog. And uh, and you're like in a rocket ship, and like then there's a the one with the car, and then there's one that pops popcorn. <laughs> is it one? What are you, what are you saying? So there's one where you drive around in a car, and you're like police officer uh, Sonic the Hedgehog, who's trying to pull over Robotnik. Oh, what? And then there's one where you're driving. Yeah, and at the end, no matter whether or not you win, Sonic returns to the precinct after his hard day of uh, <laughs> driving around this car. Anyway, it, the then there's another one where you're in a rocket ship, blasting off and and going after Robotnik or whatever, kind of like a uh, single screen kind of shooter. Um, uh, and then there was the, the weirdest one in there is a popcorn making machine <laughs> where you do various things around the sides of the machine, turn cranks and stuff while Sonic make makes popcorn. you popcorn. Wow. And it pops that out the wild. side, like it drops down out the side. Um, actual popcorn. Yeah. Actual popcorn, like real, like it, it really makes you popcorn. So I need to look up some videos, uh, to see is it like a digital Sonic or is it a, like a, just a. What is this? It's a digital screen on the side of like a popcorn machine, right? Um, wow. And and basically, it's like, oh, here's Sonic who's uh, who puts the butter in the popcorn, blah blah blah, and then Robotnik tries to like do it, and you have to like turn cranks and Tails uses fans the flames of the oven to to heat up the the kernels and pop the popcorn, and then it all fills into this cup and then drops down, and now you have your popcorn. Um, Oh, they they put like butter or caramel or uh, you know whatever on top of it. Like there's there's three three choices of topping that they that you choose at one point to put on top of it as well. Um, which is a big thing in um, like Japan is these uh, like uh, popcorns with different flavors. So, wow, that's wild. So very interesting, and I'm like I really want to find one and <laughs> and get some of the Sonic popcorn. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> 
what have know. you been up to this week though dude um yeah so i mean again i, I haven't been up to a ton other than i was uh i played some you know more Warzone, um like normal um i uh i think the the main thing that i wanted to talk about was i've talked on the podcast before that some of my favorite uh, Xbox 360 games were the Fear series of games. Yes. Uh, the F, it's like, you know, F E A R, the, with periods after it, it's abbreviated. But um, they were uh, developed by three different developers, like, and two of them being like the, the two, or actually there was four games total. One was like a, a package of DLC, but um, some of them were made by uh, WB Games Incorporated. Uh, another one was game made by Vivendi. Um, I can't remember what the the extra, like the fourth one was made. But uh, the second game, which is actually, oddly enough, the first game I played in the series, I went back and played the first one later, was published by WB Games. And, uh, or sorry, not, not WB, Warner Brothers. <laughs> Warner Brothers. And they have re-released it for xbox series x what um not not as an xbox series x game i don't think because whenever i i think whenever i looked at it on my dashboard it was just still an xbox one game so basically it's a uh it's it's like a xbox one game uh, hang on hang hang on i don't i don't know that for sure hang on let me let me try to or is it like a backwards compatible game no it's not a 360 game it's not you know like yeah it's like a it's a brand new Hang on, where does it show up in my games? Let me find this real fast. Why is it not showing up? That is uh, disappointing. Hmm, hang on. Oh my gosh. Anyway, it was released sometime in December. Um, and uh, and I, I re-downloaded it. I started playing it. I mean, it, it doesn't look... The thing is, the thing that makes me be like, it's just not an optimized game, but it might be. It's just the graphics don't look that much... I mean, they still... They don't look probably as bad as it would if I just, like, plugged in my Xbox 360, but they don't look... You know, like, it's not like they redid all the modeling. This is not a remake. This is not mm. a remaster, I guess is what I'm saying. Gotcha. Um, but it's still just as fun as I remember, and uh, I want them to do the rest of the games. I'm like, it seems weird that they would pick the the second one, um, but it makes sense, I guess, because it's the only one that's clearly a publisher that's still in business is Warner Brothers um, and still operating. So I don't know if like the rights are weird with the other ones or who holds the rights to the other ones or All what. Right, so, so let me uh, – so on the Wikipedia page, so, you know <laughs> – <laughs> Here's the thing. I could I just know. I could just run down to my console real fast and tell you what it is. I'll be right back. Okay, it is a straight backwards compatible game. Nice. So like, yeah, so a, I, was, I was just looking game. at the, the the like Wikipedia or whatever, and they were saying that the entire franchise should be there. Um, they said that that, that in November they uh, Xbox announced that the entire uh, the entire series would be going backwards compatible. Um, okay, so like, okay, that makes sense then. Well, like, this is the only one so far. Then, cool. Like, well, uh, or at least the only one you can download from the store. The, this is the weird thing. I can't find any of my 360 discs. Oh no! Of this, of the fr- I know I bought them all. Yeah, you uh, have them. They well, exist. I, I at least Fear Two I bought within the disc. At least I and I may have bought the other two digitally or something like that, but that should mean that it should just pop up in my library when they're available. Anyway, the other two you can't buy them; um, they're not available. Um, yeah. You can search for them, so maybe they just haven't like appeared back there yet. Um, 
included in the games they announced were the entirety of the Fear franchise, which are blah, blah, blah. Okay, yeah. So, yeah. What yeah. else did they announce? Because, like, didn't they – they put a – they said they weren't going to do any more backwards compatibility ability games they uh, did. this was a couple of years ago they did and they added 70 more on their 20 20th anniversary so we're probably gonna have Holy to wait for cow. their 25th anniversary and what were those uh what were those 20 um so like the 70 let me see so the 70 new ones like they had a bunch or 70 of um let's see they had a bunch of them that were announced i, I but I, i'm obviously it's 70 70 games but i uh i'm not sure i'll have to i have to look and see um, all right hang on i'm uh i'm looking it up right now I, what this i what a- i clicked on was a comprehensive list of all of them so yeah <laughs> so that wouldn't have helped okay so this is um oh wait yeah this is a wait no no this is the the 70 i think nice okay Oh no! This is the whole backwards compatibility. See, that's list. what I clicked on. <laughs> oh no, no! Hang on, I found it. I found it. I found it. All right. Um, here are the new backwards compatibility games: Fifty Cent, Blood on the Sand, <laughs> Aces of the Galaxy, Advent Rising, Adventure Time: The Secret of the Nameless Kingdom. Are you smarter than a fifth grader? Make the grade. Avatar: The Last Airbender, The Burning Earth, Bank Shot, Billiards Two. Beautiful Cataman, Catamari. Sorry, I need to zoom in on this. I can't see. I can't read this. I'm. Oh my gosh! When I zoom in, it doesn't zoom the image in anymore. Okay. Um, binary don- domain. Black college football experience. Doug Williams edition. Cloning cycle. Conan. Darwinia. Dead or Alive Ultimate, Dead or Alive 3, Dead or Alive 4, Death by Cube, Disney Universe, Disney's Chicken Little, Elements of Destruction, Fear, Fear 2, Project Origin, Fear 3, Fear Files. So that's the crazy thing. I can't I can't buy the other other ones. Why? Uh, I don't know. The first Templar, Gladius, which I thought all backwards compatibility games you could buy, but you, you is that, would, is yeah, that not you would true? Hope so. Uh Gun Valkyrie, Islands of Wakfu. Lego Lord of the Rings, Manhunt, Max Payne, Max Max Payne 2, The Fall of Max Payne, Max Payne 3, Mini Ninjas, Mortal Kombat, Mortal Kombat vs. DC Universe, MX vs. ATV Alive, MX vs. ATV Untamed, Near, Novodrome, Oddworld, Munich's, no wait, Munch's Odyssey, oh my goodness, One, one Chicabra, what it? One Chica- one Chicabra Bikini Samurai Squad. <laughs> Atogi Atogi Myth of Demons. Yeah. Atogi to Mortal Immortal Warriors. I haven't heard of so many of these. The I outfit. Know. Outpost uh Kalochi X Quake Arena Arcade. Raw Realms of Ancient War. Red Dead Revolver. Oh, that's pretty cool. Resident Evil Operation Raccoon City. Ridge Racer Six. Rio. Risen, Risen 2 Dark Waters, Rock of Ages, Sacred 2 Fallen Angels, Scramble, Screwjumper, Secret Weapons Over Normandy, Skate 2, SpongeBob SquarePants Underpants Slam, SpongeBob's Truth or Square, Star Wars Starfighter Special Edition, Star Wars Episode 3 Revenge of the Sith, Star Wars The Clone Wars, Star Wars Jedi Knight 2 Jedi Outcast, Switchball, Thrillville, Thrillville Off the Rails, Time Pilot, Time Splitters 2, Time Splitters Future Perfect, Toy Story Mania, Vandal Hearts, Flames of Judgment, 
Viva Pinata, Party Animals, and Warlords. Dude, that's hilarious. There are there are quite a few people who are saying that like, why can't I buy the, you know these? Are there? Yeah, that yeah. I guess I need the why disc or something like that. But I I don't know I don't know why you can't buy them because it seems like I mean, it seems like you sh- like they announced that you should be able to. I mean, I thought you could buy all the backwards compatibility. Yeah, games. I think that's the intention. So it's odd that like some people have, have talked about that they couldn't get them because uh, yeah, dude. That's, the only that, one available was Sphere Two, and, and that's that's so wild. Like the uh, that list, some deep cuts, man. <laughs> oh yeah, I feel like I mean, okay, Fear. I don't feel like it's scraping the bottom of the barrel, but some of these no. I feel like we're scraping the bottom of the barrel in terms of backwards compatibility here. Oh, uh, and I'm also like I'm 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 who's, I'm surprised these games? by Fifty Cent Blood on the Sand, like. Like that one in particular, it's a super deep cut and it's got licensing attached to it. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure, I guess they figured it out, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe 50 cent, you know, all, all the, you know, the, the rights holders and stuff like that for all the, like the, the music and whatever. We're just I, like, Hey, let's get this on there. I mean, to be fair, this is why I love the, you know, the Microsoft approach to all this is that like, okay, with Hey, from now on, every game that's ever been released is going to be available to play right. on their, you know, that's their goal, really, Yeah, um, is that nothing ever really falls off like that. Um, even with the launch of the Series X, you know, they've done a great job, like every Xbox One game available on the Series X. That's not the same thing. That's not the same the case with the PlayStation 5. Right. Well, the interesting thing, like on the this, like the expert backwards compatible games they announced there, like uh, some of them have uh, f- frame per second boost, so FPS boost. So right. fear, fear three are both sixty frames per second. <laughs> nice. Wait, which ones? Uh, fear and fear three. I don't know why fear two is. Uh, why, not. why not fear two? Good grief. <laughs> I don't know. Is that why they're not available right now in the store? Uh, I don't know. Uh, that's a good question. Then, then like other uh, games that were already out there that you could already buy backwards compatible or whatever, those also got frames per second boost, like uh, Sonic oh, Generations. Cool. Nice. That's awesome. Which isn't? Is there no no current gen version of that game? I don't think so. There's the because uh, like they did the remaster of Sonic Colors, but not like that. I think Sonic Generations doesn't have Dang. like a Sonic uh, Generations is a great game. Yeah, it was so good, dude. Um, such a fantastic game. Um, which, uh, and I'm excited to get, work my way up to Sonic Generations as well. Cause like, it's funny to, to read some of the things like this character didn't return until, you know, way later in the franchise or whatever, like, uh, as I was, you know, reading some of the early stuff. So super fascinating, dude. All right. Well, uh, that's what I've been up to this week. And later we're going to talk about, uh, the, uh, Xbox and PlayStation supply issues. But first the news. The All right, real quick. The only news item I have is that uh, Disney Plus is developing a Real Steel series, dude. Uh, with no, they they have no uh, release date, and we don't know what it's about and what <laughs> or who, who what actors are attached. Like, will they have Hugh Jackman and uh, the the cast from uh, from the original movie? I don't know. I would love that. That'd be great. So, Chris, this is yeah. this is immediately like one of your favorite films. Yeah, it is. And uh, I'm here yet again to, to say, disappointingly, I still have not seen oh, it. Oh, come on, John. Um, <laughs> Good grief. It's, is it uh, on Disney Plus? Like, is it a Disney oh, movie dude, in the first is place? is it on Disney Plus? I don't know. Oh, I mean, it better I'm be. I'm just going to look. Is oh. it a Disney movie? I don't even know if it's a Disney movie. I, th- I don't I even guess. know if it is either. Real I mean, Steel uh, streaming. Okay, stream. Real Steel. 
Uh, let's see. It is available, not available on, but it's on HBO Max. Uh, so, I mean, yeah. Do you have HBO Max? Yes, I do. And it's, it's available Dude, on Hulu. I have Hulu. <laughs> oh, my gosh. You should totally do it. Okay. Okay. Hulu is deceptive, though. They say things are available on Hulu, and uh, you have to be subscribed to their no to their TV package. Oh, like on... that's because it's on HBO Max. Yeah, they include everything on there yeah. that's in HBO Max because you can attach both of those together. Yeah. I don't yeah. think it was a was a Disney movie. That's what's confusing. Like, why is this coming? Well, oh, I bet it was a Fox movie. <laughs> maybe. That's a good uh, good let point. Let's see. Let's up. see who did it. Uh, let's see. It was, let me find the IMDb for it. There we go, Real Steel IMDb. Uh, the 7 out of 10 is the uh, the score on it there. Um, nominated for one Oscar. Ooh, cool. which one? Graphics? I don't know. It was nominated. Okay. Um, let's see, who put it out? How do I know? How do I find this out? Um, genres is sport. <laughs> yeah, Real Steel, HBO, it's there. I cool. Just, I just found it. Dude, that's awesome. Yeah, you should totally watch it on there. I'm uh I'm excited to watch it. I uh I because I that's the other thing is like I just haven't gone out of my way to watch it. And so like if it's on something that I have, why not, dude? I love, so love good, popping dude. on the uh the HBO Max okay, and watching. So something. I'm looking on I on Apple uh, Touchstone Pictures, which I don't know who owns Touchstone Pictures. Maybe was that Disney? Who owns Touchstone Pictures? At this point, maybe. Or it says DreamWorks in the trailer. Oh uh, yeah, I could see that. Yeah, and the trailer says DreamWorks, so I'm just going to maybe say it's one of those. <laughs> oh, Touchstone Pictures was an American film distribution label of Walt Disney Motion Pictures. There you go. So they yep. Touchstone distributed it. That's what happened. Cool. Um, feature films released under Touchstone label were produced and financed by the Walt Disney Studios and feature more mature themes targeted toward adult audiences than typical Disney releases. So what's As it doing such, over on Touchstone HBO Max? Merely, a brand of the studio and did not exist as a distinct business operation. Interesting. Hmm. I mean, they got to get that back, Chris. They got to get that back from HBO Max, you know? Well, thing is it was so like it was a, a film label. So who knows? I don't know. Who knows, man? Rights. <laughs> but dude, so exciting. Uh, you said, so television series. So more real steel. Do you oh, here, hang on, hang on. This is okay. This is all right. This is what happened. Oh boy. Uh, established February 15th, 1984. Uh, by then, Disney CEO Ron W. Will Miller as Touchstone Films. Touchstone operated as an active film production division of Walt Disney Studios during the 1980s through the early tw 2010s, releasing a majority of the studio's PG-13 and R-rated films. In 2009, Disney entered in it into a five-year, 30-picture distribution deal with DreamWorks by which DreamWorks Productions would be released through the Touchstone banner. There it is. Touchstone then distributed DreamWorks films from 2011 to 2016. That's what happened. Nice. Okay. Yep. So, uh, yeah. yeah. Dude, uh, what were you saying? You so, were so I was something. about to say, like, how are you excited? Like, what's the, you know, what's, the, what's the verdict here? So this is the thing. I mean, I mean, one of the, the, the major reasons I love this movie is because it was directed by Sean Levy. And mm. I really, I love, I love the things that he does. I like his eye. I like the vibe. Um, but it's overall, it's just a really, really well done movie. Whether or not that will translate. I mean, I think it's going to owe a lot to like, who's, uh, what, what does it, does it seem kind of have the same kind of vibe? Is it just like, are we all just about fighting robots? Is that all it's about? I think mm. if, if that's all it's about, I think, uh, they they would be missing the point of like what made 
real steel so touching. And at its core, it's the relationship between a father and a son and uh, the, the very human element um, and story that's told uh, around the fighting robots. And so mm. um, we'll see what happens. I mean, it's kind of like the difference between, okay, Pacific Rim 1, Pacific Rim 2. I think, you know, they kind of lost the uh, understanding of what made Pacific Rim uh, interesting and good in the first place, you know? Mm. Um, some Sometimes, I, I don't know, I'm trying to think of other, I feel like some of the, like, Gundam series has like done that where they like they they're telling like really cool stories and then that just gets all about like the suits or something like that you know and it's like yeah. okay this is not really why I wasn't interested in just that you know sure sure yeah it's like uh i mean just in general like there has to be some sort of a, a compelling heart to things not just you know wild action yeah. Um, that's why like Dude, the Transformers you... movies like just just became ridiculous. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, like yeah, like the the initial the first you know uh, Transformers movie. Yeah, yes, it was a Michael Bay movie with like lots of explosions and all that kind of stuff. But like yeah, it had a very like human story to tell at its heart. And later it was just all about the the robots. Yeah, I mean it just became it basically just became like a, a vehicle a for 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 like what action set pieces next. You know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, that's, uh, that's the news. All right, John. So let's briefly talk about, uh, some news that came out today. This is, uh, via an article on, uh, IGN by Jared Moore uh, talking about, uh, Microsoft apparently has discontinued the Xbox one line. They discontinued the Xbox one line at the end of 2020, uh, the company revealed today. As reported by The Verge, Microsoft has stated that it stopped producing Xbox One consoles at the end of 2020 in order to focus on its efforts, focus its efforts on its new generation of consoles. Quote, to focus on production of Xbox Series X and S, we stopped production for all Xbox One consoles by the end of 2020. End quote. Uh, the crazy thing is, I didn't even know they were still making original, like, well, sorry, it makes sense, and it's not original Xboxes, Xbox X and S. I also didn't realize they were still making those. I didn't realize you could buy one. Yeah. I mean, like, and that's the thing, like, whenever, uh, like, if you look at the the specs of, like, an Xbox Series S, I just assumed that, like, the price point and the specs of that were just going to, like, take the place of, of these others, you know? Um, yeah. So, like, manufacturing them just seems, you know, seems strange. But I guess there's got to be some overlap. So a year's right. worth of overlap is not 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 too much. Um and so you. Well, I remember like PlayStation One. Didn't they like keep that going? Like they were still making PlayStation Ones, like all the way up until maybe they were they uh, released PlayStation Three. Something crazy. Yeah, dude, that used to be like super, like super fascinating how they would do that. Even reading through this like Sonic Encyclopedia, there's some like elements to 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 these releases in there that were fascinating where like, so they had Sonic the Hedgehog came out with the 16 bit consoles, right? But they had their eight bit, uh, master system, um, that, that was, that, that was still on the market, still selling well. And I assume they were still like manufacturing it. And they also had the game gear, which was an eight bit device. So they would, co-develop a Sonic the Hedgehog game called Sonic the Hedgehog for both the 16-bit console, their new 16-bit console coming out, and which is the Genesis, and then they also had the 8-bit 
uh, Game Gear and Master System uh, versions of that game. And so basically, between Sonic and Sonic the Hedgehog 2, it was basically on two, like, there was two completely different games on these different consoles. Called the same thing. Yeah, the exact same thing. That's crazy. Yeah, like, um, so the other side of this is uh, there's news um, that PlayStation has done the opposite and (laughs) increased their production of PlayStation 4s. be, because of the same thing. Like, yeah, so, so Sony, so here's the, here's the, the, the quote. It's from Bloomberg. Uh, their sources say, uh, Sony is dealing with the PS5 shortage by making more PS4s. <laughs> um, so let me see. Let me scroll through here and find the actual uh, quote here. So uh, sources say Sony has uh, told Assembly Partners that it is planning to produce PS4s throughout 2022 despite having plans to dis- discontinue the Assembly line at, 20, uh, at the end of 2021 originally. Um, the strategy would add roughly 1 million PS4s to the market to help with the fact that it can't produce enough PS5s due to the global chip shortage um, that is impacting uh, many parts of the tech-, tech world thanks to challenges that have risen from the pandemic. Um, yeah, dude, it's, it's like a... Uh, th- okay, yeah, so like, this is the thing. I want to I ask a question here. Yeah. How many people... Because this is the other quote. This is the... Um, it says... Uh, uh, as per, per a Sony official who asked to remain anonymous, the strategy is meant to, quote, fill the supply vacuum and keep gamers within the PlayStation ecosystem, end mm. quote. Yeah. Who, who is, what person who is in the market for a PlayStation 5 hmm. is going to be, be fine and okay with settling or doesn't already have a PlayStation 4? Um, someone, so if you don't already have a PlayStation 4 at this point in the, the life... I mean, first of all, it's a really interesting time if you've never played any of those games. Like, you could pick one up for for cheap, and you could play one, like play all the games, like all these awesome games. And in fact, for like sure. the, even this year, but we're talking Horizon about, like, uh, Forbidden West, the... which is their big headline game for next month for February. And that one's being released on PlayStation Four consoles as well. So we're we're talking about like one of, if not the best selling console of all time. Yeah, like who? Is who's buying this thing at this <laughs> who's point? Who's left? Who doesn't yeah. have one already? That's a good that question. Wants, yeah, man. who doesn't have one that wants one? I don't know. I don't think. I, I, that's what I feel. I'm like, okay, as an Xbox gamer, mm-hmm. if they if Microsoft was doing the other the, the opposite, it's like okay, and I didn't have an Xbox Series uh, X or S, and I was I I would still be on the previous generation. We're talking about, I guess, like. Potentially a million people who just don't have a console, yeah. or maybe have an Xbox console that want a PlayStation console. Yeah, potentially that. Like they want a low, low cost entry point, um, where it's like, oh, let me just hop over to this other thing. Or potentially it's like, hey, you know, I have a, you know, this a second TV or something like that. Like that for a lot of. Um, a lot of the Wii generation. So like back in the day, whenever the Wii was selling super well, right. It became like the second console that everybody like, it was like, yeah. Oh, everybody has a Wii and you're either a PlayStation or an Xbox, right? Like that's what the yeah. households a lot of times had because like the second TV would have the Wii on it. Um, yeah. And so, like, like the TV that's not a 4K device uh, potentially would be a good good fit for a PlayStation 4. Well, it doesn't say. Yeah, is it a PlayStation 4 like normal or is it PlayStation 4 Pro? Uh, uh, probably bro, PlayStation it 4 doesn't say. Pro, you would assume, because like I don't even know. Do they make that one still? The Pro. I mean, yeah, I, th- I thought that was the majority of the PlayStation 4 sales at the end there, because the price was so good. Right. Um, 
but yeah, the, uh, the, yeah, that's super interesting, dude. And it's, and so there is a quote in there. It says, quote, the older console uses less advanced chips and is simpler to make and provides a budget friendly alternative to the PS five. So like, so the, they're like kind of saying like, Hey, the chip that's inside of it is easier to source so we can like fill the gap there. Whereas like I was saying, um, a few weeks ago or something, I was reading some analyst. I think it was like maybe Daniel Ahmad was talking about how the Xbox has two separate SKUs with two separate types of chip. They have the Xbox Series S with like uh, a lower level chip. It's like, oh, this is your this is your HD device. This is your non 4K. Uh, it'll upscale it all to 4K, but it's like it's not rendering at 4K inside of the box. Um, or there's the Xbox Series X, which is the like top of the line. Like this is the the you know amazing processing chip that's going to render everything in 4K and output it to 4K or whatever with you know with the the highest resolution. So like Xbox doesn't run into the same supply issue in November, December because they had the Xbox series S on the market where it's like, Hey, you don't have a 4k TV yet. Hey, here's a great like price really well priced uh, alternative to I thought our, it did to export. It's like, it's not native 4k, but it does, it does output it, it 4K. upscales it. Yeah. yeah. So like, so yeah, I mean like the thing is like that that device is is awesome and it, it like plays the games, yeah. you know, super well and because it's able to be manufactured uh at a higher rate than the Xbox Series X, Xbox doesn't yeah. really have the problem of like we only right. have one chip whereas PlayStation 5, the digital version and the the disc version both have the same innards, they have the same processor, everything is exactly the same except for the disc drive. And so you really just don't, you know, you don't get out of it. If there's a shortage well, of that chip, it's like, well, we have I, no no device. The thing I'd love to know, so like last week there was an interview with uh, Phil Spencer and he talked about a lot of things. One of the things he mentioned was the fact that um, the Xbox Series X and Series S have outsold every previous uh, Xbox console that they've yeah. released, which is insane to me because yeah. like you think about like the 360, it was a crazy great selling console, but and then even though the PlayStation Four overshadowed it, the the Xbox One um, line outsold yeah. the 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 360 line. So we're yeah. we're talking within about the like, same time frame or whatever. It, yeah, it'd be interesting to see like actually how many of this generation uh, consoles are like because like essentially what I'm getting at is I I have a feeling Microsoft has outsold the. Uh, PlayStation with new generation consoles, next generation consoles, just because of the fact they have those two lines. I mean, it, it's possible. Um, I but I, I'm not sure. I know Sony's like has also talked about the PlayStation Five being the fastest selling uh, Which, PlayStation console of all time. Doesn't like, make any sense because it's, it's not available anywhere. Right, like, I don't, and it's just being I know, gobbled I know up, one, man. I know one. I have one friend who has a PlayStation Five. Uh, I mean, me, you know. <laughs> Oh, sorry, two. Two now. <laughs> um, no, but like in, so this is, uh, let me see, this is from, I was looking up the numbers for PlayStation. This is from Eurogamer in in October, so before the holiday season. Uh, Sony has now sold 10 point, or 13.4 million PlayStation 5 consoles worldwide. Um, and, and so the, by comparison, the PS5, PS4 consoles were sold, had only sold... Yeah, so PlayStation 4s are still selling. So it says in the last quarter, in that quarter, 200,000 uh, PlayStation 4s were sold in, in quarter three of, of 2021. But yeah, it's wild, dude. The uh, 
the PlayStation 5 consoles, I'm trying to determine like if this is the most they've ever sold. I did see like they they're one, so, like so hang on. the so fastest how, selling PlayStation console so far. How many how many uh blah blah blah, blah. There's a past the previous consoles to date sale. Okay, so what does he say? So as of as of October, late October, thirteen point four million PlayStation Five consoles. Okay, this is this was his quote. At this point, we've sold more of this generation of Xboxes, so the Series X and Series S, than we had any previous version of Xboxes. So it's like it's on pace. So it's not uh, right. sorry. So I'm so I'm mistaken. It's it's not because like more than total in total. It's, <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's keeping it's like the pace that they're selling them yeah i mean and that's the same with the playstation is that it's like hey we're selling more than we've ever sold within this time frame is what they're saying so like the fact that like nobody like people who still like want these devices aren't able to get them and yet they've sold more of them than like within the same time frame of previous generations is like oh my gosh that's like it's it's amazing it's it's ridiculous <laughs> yeah this is a uh this is an article from uh, Tech Radar talking about how Microsoft's two-console strategy is working because of the variety of offering. Like where hardcore gamers would rather have the Series X and uh, everyone else who, like in the past, would be uh, forced to the previous generation is uh, able to purchase the Series S um, in the new generation, which is cool. I mean, it's a, it's a good, I mean, you know, it's a, it seems to be working out. Yeah. They're not having to make more Xbox Ones, you know? Yeah, I mean, and, and the, the thing with the PlayStation is this. Like, I personally was going to go discless with the PlayStation, right? I was going to yeah, be like, yeah. oh, whenever the doors open and I was able to make my purchase on PlayStation Direct, I was going to go for the discless. But that wasn't available. And part of me, I was like, okay... If you're PlayStation, you're sitting here and you sell your disc console for $500 and you sell your discless version for $400 and your your, your innards, like the, the chip set inside is exactly the same, why would you create, manufacture discless ones at, at any type of a high rate at all until you aren't selling out of the $500, like the more expensive device right, that you have a higher return on. People are wanting that one. Like, why would you, if you have a shortage, produce the, the, the lower price one with the less features. Right. And you would, and you'd basically, you're looking at making more profit on the $500 device than the $400 device. Cause it's just missing like a, a, a Blu-ray disc drive. And so yeah. like, you know, why, why not manufacture the one that you're going to make the most profit off of rather than the other one that, you know, that is has fewer features. So like with yeah. Xbox, it's just you just don't have that problem because one of them is a completely different box than the other, and it's easier right. to manufacture. So such yeah. a fascinating like calculus going on with both uh, both consoles, and they're both like selling astronomically well uh, is, as far as consoles go. Yeah, I just want to see. I mean, I know there. I, I've always you know with the play, with the PlayStation Five at least. I mean. Part of me is like, are, do they want this? Like, I mean, I feel like they kind of like the fact that it, it's hard to get, makes it feel like it's, you know, it's a, uh, it's you've won the lottery whenever you finally get one. Like, mm. it it doesn't hurt the hey, you need to buy it now kind of stuff, um, and constantly selling out whenever it's not just readily available. Yeah, and I mean, I, I guess like you know, you figure probably similar thing along, you know, with the with the Xbox is like, you know, they're, they're basically selling every unit they can manufacture and ship somewhere. And so at that, like at that rate, 
Yeah, I yeah, like are you are you super upset about it? Like you think about like last generation. So the Xbox One, you'd walk into like uh, GameStop and there'd be like just piles of them sitting everywhere. You know, because like it just was like way more manufactured than people were se- were buying, and you know and the switch similar situation like multiple like nintendo products like is basically sold out for the whole entire first year and like yeah you you don't want to over manufacture something but also like being right on that threshold you also don't want to under manufacture because then you're like leaving money on the table that people would have spent in a holiday season or whatever but like you kind of want to ride that threshold of like oh we're getting the the buzz to make this like a an immediate like oh i need i i want to buy this because i don't know if it's going to be available later but you also don't want to to like push that too far where like they're just not available for people who literally have their money in their hand about to give you you know yeah yeah well, it's pretty crazy. Um, well, uh, hopefully the shortages stop soon, and and everybody who wants a console can get a console, yeah. and uh, doesn't have to uh, do crazy things to or wait for all year to get one. Fight it out um, with the bots, man. We were talking about yeah. robot fighting earlier. Try to buy a PS5. That's real robot fighting. Or, or overpay on the secondary market. You know, that's not cool too. True. True. Um, that's it for this week. That's all I have. Do you have anything else? No, I think that's it, dude. Okay. That's it for this week. Uh, you can find us online at stayontargetpodcast.com, on social at Chris Wright 250 And John Wright 777 And at Stay Pod. Please go to your podcast surface of choice. Review us. Tell your friends about us. We really appreciate it. That's it for this week. We'll see you next time on Stay, Stay on Target. Target.